Hello, this is Lindsay Jones from The Athletic's NFL staff, um, and we are here for a breaking news podcast, and today I'm joined by my colleague on our national desk, Sheil Kapadia. Sheil, how are you? June 28th is not typically when we get these uh, these breaking, you know, this is normally when NFL writers are on vacation and nothing happens, but we were we were given a little bit of a surprise on Sunday night, huh? Yeah, it was just a little casual Sunday night news dump from the New England Patriots, <laughs> who have agreed to a one-year contract with former NFL MVP Cam Newton, who was the most high-profile and best quarterback still on the free agent market. So, Sheil, when you when you saw this news come across the Twitter feed last night, what was your reaction to Cam Newton going to the Patriots? You know, I was surprised just because I thought, you know, initially when the Patriots moved on from Tom Brady, I thought, okay, maybe, you know, Cam Newton's a guy who's out there. There are a lot of quarterbacks who are available. I can't see the Patriots going into 2020 with Jared Stidham and nobody else. But then time passed and the free agency period, uh, the main main period passed and the draft passed. And I thought, okay, well, they must not be interested if they're not uh, still taking a look. But I guess with uh, obviously with the pandemic and the unique circumstances, that uh, we should alter our timelines a little bit. But uh, I was definitely surprised when I when I saw it last night. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that was surprising to me was just the timing. Because like you said, it was, you know, it's, it's, it was June 28th, now June 29th, and, you know, happens kind of late on a Sunday evening. But I don't think this was something that happened... Um, it was like a rash decision that they just all of a sudden, both sides realized, oh, Cam Newton to the Patriots. I think this is something where both sides have been kind of monitoring each other throughout the spring and throughout the summer now. And, you know, the offseason is officially over. Cam Newton still hasn't been signed. And, you know, maybe prices come down where, I mean, this is a very affordable deal for the Patriots. They're getting Cam Newton on a one-year deal that's basically a veteran minimum with a lot of incentives. So if he ends up earning those incentives and they end up paying him seven and a half million dollars, whatever the max value of this contract is, then that means things have gone very well for Cam Newton and the Patriots. So it's a it's a really low risk move. And, you know, from my perspective, what I see it from Cam Newton is, you know, the the, car- the quarterback carousel spun so fast in March, but, you know, when Tom Brady and Philip Rivers and Teddy Bridgewater and just all of these spots were filling up. Even Chicago, who went out and traded for Nick Foles, where that was a spot where you you could have thought, well, maybe, you know, Cam Newton would be an upgrade in Chicago. All of a sudden, there weren't a lot of good options for Cam Newton. And I hated the idea of, you know, him going to a place where he was not going to have a path to start, where he was going to clearly be the backup quarterback, like what Andy Dalton did with signing with Dallas, where he's very clearly going to be the backup quarterback in Dallas. But here in New England, this was probably the one spot where Cam Newton, if he's healthy, has a clear path to becoming the starting quarterback. So, you know, I I like it for Cam. I mean, I think if he can go in and prove that he's healthy and whatever sort of competition that they have there, if they open up training camp, you know, God willing that there's football and some, you know, there's some way to safely have football this fall, you know, they open up training camp and it's a competition You don't think there's any way that a healthy Cam Newton isn't beating out Jarrett Stidham and Brian Hoyer? 
Yeah, no, I think I think you're absolutely right. It would only be a situation where if Cam Newton, if the medicals, if the injuries are really uh, too much to overcome, and he's just a totally different guy than we saw really, you know, even even as recently as 2018 when he was dealing with the bad uh, shoulder injury. But you're right, there really weren't a lot of spots for him to start. I mean, as of a week ago, I was kind of resigned to the fact that he was going to have to go somewhere, be a you know, be a backup in a situation where maybe he could compete or a guy who might get injured like Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh. I thought maybe he would go there. And if Roethlisberger goes down, well, now Cam can come in. It's a good roster. Maybe he can be the long-term answer. But in terms of starting this year, it really was New England and then the Chargers. You know, I still can't figure out why the Chargers did not make a move and add him earlier in the offseason to kind of, you know, instead of Tyrod Taylor, I would rather have Cam Newton and you have him until Justin Herbert is ready to go. But uh, in New England, I think you're right. It does make sense for both sides. You know, if it works out this year, you know, I've seen people point to the fact that the Patriots could then get a comp pick. But really, I mean, if Cam Newton plays well this year, why wouldn't they just keep, you know, continue that partnership into the future? They've got a really good defense. Bill Belichick is not going to rebuild. He gives them an edge every week. So uh, it's definitely it's fascinating and it makes the Patriots, uh, you know, they were going to be relevant anyway in the first year of the post Tom Brady era, but now it definitely adds some juice, adds some buzz to the franchise. Well, so what do you think Josh McDaniels is doing right now? Um, you know, maybe he he probably had an idea that this is something that could potentially happen more. He was more in the loop than the rest of us were. But what do you think Josh McDaniels, the offensive coordinator of the Patriots, is going through right now as he's looking at the quarterbacks that are that are on his roster right now, you know, namely Cam Newton and now um, and Jarrett Stidham and trying to figure out what this offense is going to look like, because it's not like the problems that they had last year offensively that they went out and really fixed them this offseason. You look at their roster of skill position players and, you know, it's headlined by Julian Edelman, who's, um, you know, I think he's now on the wrong side of 30 and, you know, he's he's been a great player, but he's not... I don't know if he's Super Bowl MVP Julian Edelman anymore or, you know, a true number one receiver. You know, this is not a loaded offensive roster. So what do you think the Patriots need to do offensively to maximize Cam Newton's skills, to keep him healthy, to make him productive? And what do you think this offense could look like with Cam Newton as their quarterback? You're so right about the supporting cast. I mean, he is not going into a situation that's, uh, you know, that's loaded where he's just going to have all this help around him. I mean, it is one of the worst supporting casts, I think, in the NFL, when you look at just sort of the pass catchers they have around him, you mentioned Julian Edelman, uh, but, you know, Mohamed Sanu, Nikhil Harry, these, you know, no, not much at tight end. It's really was Edelman and James White last year were the only guys uh, who, who could really contribute anything. So that's something to certainly keep an eye on. You know, with Newton, it's... Uh, I feel like there's two versions of him. You know, there's the 2015 version, which we all remember, who was a great player, an MVP player, got them to the Super Bowl where they're running him all over the place. There are designed quarterback runs. He can throw the ball all over the field. He's really a dual threat guy who, you know, one of the best we've ever seen uh, to do it that season. But like, I'm kind of skeptical that that's the guy that they think they're getting here. That was five years ago. And, you know, when we last saw Cam Newton as a full-time player, it was 2018. 
and he could not push the ball downfield at all. I mean, if you look at it, it was, I think, the second half of that season. He had like, uh, I think it was like one completion that traveled 20 yards or more or 25 yards or more. I mean, those shoulder surgeries he had really had an impact. But what was interesting about that year with the Panthers is that they were still pretty efficient. It was kind of like a ball control offense. He completed 68% of his passes. Uh, he was more accurate than he had been previously. And I kind of feel like that's the version of Cam Newton that the Patriots might think that they're getting. You know, it's not that much different than what we saw last year with the Patriots offense. You, you would certainly hope if you're Josh McDaniels, you can be better than you were last year. But it's a lot of the short, intermediate passing game. Get the ball out, run the ball, you have a good defense, that kind of thing. So I don't think they're signing Cam Newton, expecting him to be the MVP of the league like we saw him uh, in his prime. I think it's more a case of, hey, if we can get a competent uh, Cam Newton, even if he's mediocre, like the 15th best quarterback in the NFL uh, with those injury issues, well, we still have a great defense and we won 12 games last year and we can still be successful that way. I mean, what do you, th what do you think? It's so hard to say because of all the injuries, we just don't know what version of Cam Newton we're going to see next year. Yeah, that's the really hard thing. I think the one thing that we know for sure is that we're getting a very motivated version of Cam Newton. And, you know, he hasn't had that sort of push for a long time, you know, I mean, he was the number one overall pick and, you know, he had a lot of doubters coming into his rookie year where there were a lot of people who wanted to tear apart parts of his game and stuff. But, you know, he's been, you know, the starting quarterback, this dominant guy for a long time. And now he really has something to prove. And I, you know, I follow him on social media and, you know, he's been posting videos and, you know, updates from his workouts and motivational uh, uh, sayings and all this sort of stuff. So I think he's very clearly in the headspace that he wants to go out and um, really prove a lot of people wrong and, and show that he's, you know, maybe he's not the 2015 version of himself, but that's such a high bar. I mean, I don't, you know, he was the runaway MVP that season, but that he's, like you said, it, it top 15, a top 10 quarterback. Um, our, our colleague, Mike Sando has been talking to a lot of coaches and executives around the league for his quarterback tier story that'll come out later this summer. And part of that has been gathering a lot of information about Cam Newton. And he published, Mike published a column this morning um, in which he used some of what he's been gathering about Cam. And, you know, he had an exec saying he's a top, that Cam Newton is a top 10 quarterback. And that sounds a little kind of outlandish right now, just given the fact that he's been through so many injuries over the last two seasons, but that's the ceiling there, you know, right? I mean, his, it, if he can be even 70% of the player that he was when he was at his prime, I think that's good enough to make the Patriots a very, very scary team. And, you know, I kept thinking about what, what the reaction is like in Buffalo and with inside the Bills building um, or, you know, the Bills home since they're not all really in their buildings right now, but what the reaction was like in Buffalo and, and even in Miami and, and the Jets, who all of a sudden, you know, you go this whole offseason where you think, okay, this is our year. Finally, this Patriots dynasty in the AFC East is going to end. There's somebody else is going to be be able to take over and win this division. And here come the Patriots with such a classic Bill Belichick move to, you know, sign a former league MVP on a Sunday night in late June. And all of a sudden you realize, oh, crap, they're not going to be rolling with Jared Stidham. You know, maybe it is going to take 10 to 12 wins again to win this division. And, you know, it's not to say that the Bills aren't going to still be the best team in that division. I like so much about what they've done over their entire roster, their entire plan. But 
Yeah, I don't know, man. You get a healthy if if Cam Newton is healthy, would you rather have Cam Newton or Josh Allen? Yeah, it's it's I mean, funny. It's it's funny you should say that. I mean, I wrote a, a piece on the Bills a couple of weeks ago, and I think one of the first comments was like, "What would you say this team's ceiling would be if it had Cam Newton as its quarterback?" And so they were already, you know, some Bills fans or whoever was reading that piece, they were already going in that direction. But I, I think you're right. I think it's going to be a lot of fun uh, with him in New England. And the Stidham stuff was just so weird. I mean, it was like the, the his rookie preseason, it was like, it, you know, he was going into the Hall of Fame. And I was just thinking to myself, wait a minute, we've seen like, you know, quarterbacks who are drafted in the rounds three through five. I looked it up in the last 10 years, there were 42 of them and three of them became quality starters. So, it, I mean, it's just so hard to find a quarterback in that range of the draft that's going to come in and be a quality starter. You know, maybe it will happen for him eventually, but I just thought it was so weird given how good the Patriots defense is, how competitive we know Bill Belichick is, how he feels like he can give his team an edge every week that they would go into the season with Jared Stidham. I feel like Vegas probably knew something that the rest of us didn't because I think that Patriots over under for wins was at like nine or nine and a half for the whole offseason. And I'm looking at it going, are they really going to be able to win, you know, nine or 10 games with Jared Stidham as their quarterback? But now all of a sudden, uh, it feels uh, much more possible with Cam Newton. We'll never doubt Las Vegas. That is the the overall lesson here. Well, thank you so much, Sheil, for jumping on this emergency breaking news podcast this morning. We've got a whole bunch of coverage about the Cam Newton news to New England up on The Athletic already today. We've got a column from Mike Sando, a roundtable reaction from Sheil and myself and several of our other national writers, um, and a column from Joe Person uh, in Carolina and a column from Jeff Howe in New England. So we've got this covered from all the angles. And if there's more breaking news, We'll be back here for another podcast later.